Welcome to the Proverbs Podcast. Our text today is Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 4. Idle hands make one poor, but diligent hands bring riches. In a book called Acts of the Apostles, page 232, we find an interesting statement. Christ did not fail, neither was he discouraged, and the disciples were to show a faith of the same enduring nature. They were to work as he had worked, depending on him for strength. Though their way would be obstructed by apparent impossibilities, yet by his grace they were to go forward, despairing of nothing and hoping for everything. In John 16.33, Christ said, I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. These thoughts remind me of the potential that a relationship with Jesus offers. In the strength that he provides, in the certainty of his providential leading, we are to fulfill his will. He whom knows no failure calls us to succeed, to overcome, and in every opportunity we are to reveal the mighty and able hand of God. For myself, this text is primarily true regarding the riches we can experience as we place ourselves before God to be used of Him. The promise of material wealth may come, but God's primary interest is to unite us with Himself. His purpose is to vanquish the kingdom of darkness and its hold upon us and our world. His desire is to channel the light of His love through us and into the lives of others. To embrace our potential, we are to intentionally face every opportunity with the certainty of His presence. We are to follow our Lord's example in every circumstance. To the consecrated worker, there is wonderful consolation in the knowledge that even Christ during His life on earth sought His Father daily for fresh supplies of needed grace. And from this communion with God, he went forth to strengthen and to bless others. Behold, the Son of God bowed in prayer to his Father. Though he is the Son of God, he strengthens his faith by prayer, and by communion with heaven gathers to himself power to resist evil and to minister to the needs of men. As the elder brother of our race, he knows the necessities of those who, compassed with infirmity and living in a world of sin and temptation, still desire to serve him. He knows that the messengers whom he sees fit to send are weak, erring men. But to all who give themselves wholly to his service, he promises divine aid. His own example is an assurance that earnest, persevering supplication to God in faith, faith that leads to entire dependence upon God and unreserved consecration to his work, will avail to bring to men the Holy Spirit's aid in the battle against sin. Acts of the Apostles, page 56. To be diligent, one would not merely be characterized by steady, earnest, and energetic effort. One would be careful to consider every available detail through the lens of God's purpose. Our success is found in our attention to the details of God's commission. I believe that His biddings are enabling to those who join Him in His work. In this sense, the gospel placed before me an opportunity to no longer be shackled by the past. As a Christian, I am informed by my past, but no longer bound by it. I have sought and found forgiveness for my past failings, and am no longer defined by them. Looking forward to the time that Jesus promised, whereby he will gather me to himself, 
I seek his presence and power each day in the knowledge of his desire to establish himself as the regent and king of my heart. Gone forever are the thoughts of defeat and discouragement. Gone forever is the thought that I can't attempt great things. Gone forever is the idea that success is an elusive dream. No, in the strength that he provides, he leads me and encourages me to rise above the rabble of this life to pursue the greatness and goodness of his providential leading. What about you? Have you felt limited by unfortunate circumstances? Have the decisions of others led you to place their approval above the approval of God? It is not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you are not. You are a child of God, by creation, and it is His will through redemption to offer you the full set of privileges available to you. The Apostle Paul states this reality this way in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4-6. to I quote, God, who is rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Today is a brand new day, and with it comes the promise of greatness. I say this because God himself has called us into his presence that we might face this day clothed in the certainty of his blessing. Ask him to bless you today. Accept his promise to bring an efficiency to your efforts to please him. Be diligent in your desire to serve him and he will respond in love. He will lift you up. He will guide you. He cannot deny himself. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 13. Have a great day. I'm Pastor Ron Nelson.